a lot of the time we get caught up and sucked up in this idea that a gym workout has to be the most amazing thing ever and it should be so intense and so oh well yes i feel like i've really good morning good afternoon or good evening from wherever you're listening my name is james and this is the final push podcast if you've always wanted to be a gym goer but you've never really been sure on how to start that journey this one's for you. The first thing we need to do is pick where we're going to be training. By that I mean you need to choose what kind of gym you want to go to. There are loads of different types. There's commercial gyms which are your very stereotypical gyms that you'd see on TV adverts. If you're in the UK those kind of gyms are like pure gyms, they're virgin actives, they're your Nuffield Healths, your David Lloyd, your The Gym Group, Everlast, all of those. These are going to be where the majority of people find themselves. They can be very busy, but they also offer a good price for a good amount of kit. So they're well worth keeping in mind. You've also got your independent gyms. Now, these guys will specialize quite a lot and it'll be very dependent on where you live in the world as to whether you have access to these. They can be a little bit pricier and sometimes if you're looking at the more bodybuilding style gyms, they can be full of people with more experience than you. The benefit of this is that these people are often incredibly friendly and will be more than happy to support you through the start of your journey. The disadvantage is that immediately looking at these people it can be quite intimidating and you might not be sure on how to start up a conversation so consider that when choosing where you want to go there are also gyms that are specifically designed for people who aren't as confident in those environments basically do your research go onto google Look at the gyms in your area, look at their websites, look at what they're boasting. Go ahead and visit a few and see where you feel more comfortable. Because if you go and just join the first gym you find or that gym your mate goes to, there's a good chance it might not be the right fit for you. Next up, we need to choose a time that we're going to go. So I will always remember the first time I experienced a gym at peak time. I had thought that going after my uni lectures would be a good idea and I really regretted that decision almost instantaneously. I got in there and it was packed. There were so many people in there. They all seemed to know what they were doing. They all seemed to want to use the kit that I wanted to use and I ended up really disheartened, really confused and really stressed. This led me to realise that training in the evening doesn't suit me particularly seeing as a lot of the time I will be training at commercial gyms and I always find that the really heavy levels of people just stresses me out when all I'm trying to do is take some time for me the disadvantage to training in the morning obviously is that you have to get up for it now this is okay if you're used to getting up early anyway and if you enjoy the gym. But if you don't enjoy the gym, this might not be where you want to start either. Training on your lunch break is a fair idea as well. And that might just take a little bit more disruption, a little bit more planning. You might have a bit more of a time pressure. What you should have picked up by this point is that there's no perfect time for you to train. 
and you're going to have to make some form of compromise somewhere. It's up to you to decide where that compromise is tolerable. And really, that's life all over because we always end up making those compromises somewhere or other. It's just a matter of deciding where those compromises are acceptable to you. Preparing is crucial here. And I don't just mean in knowing what you're going to do when you get there. We also need to consider making sure that you have a water bottle handy because you really shouldn't be working out without something to drink. But your clothing will also determine how comfortable you feel. All of the key variables that we're talking about today are completely optional. No one is saying you have to do loads of research before you go to a gym if you feel like just jumping in is the right thing for you. But if you're really unsure about this, looking at these variables can help regain a semblance of control to the entire experience. So clothing, for example, wearing something that makes you feel comfortable. One of the reasons that Gymshark are one of the biggest gym brands in the UK, in the world in fact, is that their clothing makes people feel like they're holding something quality whilst also feeling very comfortable and some of the items aren't too restrictive in terms of working out. And you don't have to look like an influencer to fit into their clothes. They have done a lot of work on ensuring that they have items which suit everyone. That isn't me saying that they're the only company out there. And they're far from the top level. But they do a very good job of catering to a lot of people. And you feel like you've got a bit of skin in the game when you've bought an outfit that you actually feel you've really thought about. This can build a semblance of excitement to go into the gym. It's that financial commitment. Whenever you've put money down on something, it's very easy to become enthusiastic about that. And if you think about what you've done in your life in terms of maybe you've bought a car, maybe you've put money down on a house or somewhere to rent, maybe you've just bought a new phone and all of a sudden it's the best thing ever, whereas your old phone wasn't that different, but because you've just spent money on it, you're now excited. Once you've kind of prepped all these things or sorted out all the nitty gritty details, and in reality, it can only take an hour of thinking, which I know that you have because you're sitting here listening to a podcast. You've got to this point, you've got all the stuff, you know what gym you're going to, you know what time you're going to go. You need to actually commit to that time. One of the easiest ways to do that is to get your gym clothes, get your outfit ready, either the night before, the day before, choose when you're going to go and then prep your clothes in advance because it already makes the decision for you. It's called a pre-decision and it's pre-commitment that you are going to stick to what you've said you're going to do. This can be incredibly useful because it helps you to, I suppose, stay with the decision you've made. You can't back out of it because you've already said you're going to do it. You've already prepped the clothes. You've put some work in already. Might as well keep it going. And this really follows on to my next point of making sure you stick to the plan. And the plan doesn't have to be huge. I think a lot of the time we get caught up and sucked up in this idea that a gym workout has to be the most amazing thing ever and it should be so intense and so, oh, well, yes, I feel like I've really 
gone to town in that training session when in reality just turning up is is already a big achievement. One of my clients once said to me, I am really struggling to go out for a run and I really want to learn to enjoy running. And I've done it in the past and I've enjoyed it, but I just can't get my head around doing it now. My response to that was, do you have breakfast? Stay with me. I am getting somewhere with this. They said, yes, they have breakfast. I said, what do you wear when you have breakfast? Oh, well, I usually just wear my pajamas because I've just come out of bed. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Every morning, you're going to put your gym clothes on to eat breakfast. They said, why? I said, if you start putting your gym clothes on in the morning to eat breakfast, putting your gym clothes on will just be something you do. Now, if one day the mood strikes you to go out for a run, you're already in your gym clothes. You now don't have to think, right, now I've got to change my outfit. Now I've got to put more work in. Now I've got to find this prerequisite. You, you're already there. It's it's done. It's It's dealt with. And so this is my point to you. Get rid of the barriers. We stayed putting gym clothes on for about a week and a half. And then after a week and a half, it was, oh, I went for a run this morning. It was only five minutes, but it was something. In the same way that I worked with that client, you can work with your idea of wanting to go to the gym. Put your gym clothes on around the time that you want to go. Start making that a habit. You don't actually have to go yet, but just start getting into the habit of changing into the clothing. And then you might find, oh, well, I'm already in the clothes, so I might just go for a little walk on the treadmill. Because treadmills, dead easy. Big green button, no skill required. Press the big green button, put one foot in front of the other, and you're away. Like That's about as easy as it gets. And there really is no achievement too small. I can't stress that enough. There is no such thing as an achievement that is too small. Humans like to exist in a state of flow, as it were. And this concept was, I can't remember when it was originally proposed, but the the idea is that to feel satisfied with something, it has to challenge us a little bit and we have to be a little bit uncomfortable, but it can't be too challenging. Because if it's too challenging, we can't stick with it. We can't. We don't feel like it's possible. We don't feel like it's a plausible achievement. It's as if I told you to knock down a house using a toothpick. You would just tell me it's not going to happen and you wouldn't attempt it because it's not possible. It's just not possible. And so if you set yourself something that's too challenging, then you're not going to want to achieve it. You're not going to try for it because it's too much. It's too far. Whereas if you set yourself something that's too easy, why would you bother? You know, if I said, I challenge you right now to stand up, some of you might already be standing. Others would be sitting there thinking, well, why? What's the point? You know? And this is where we exist in our first visit to the gym. We want something that is a little bit difficult, a little bit out of our comfort zone, but doesn't take us to that extreme of, I can't do this anymore. Stick to that plan. No matter how much 
the gym instructors on the floor are saying, oh, come and get involved in this hit class. You'll enjoy it. It'll be fun. And I'm sure you can build to that. I'm sure you can build to it being fun. But on your first visit, allow yourself the space to take it easy. Because you're getting used to this and it's new. And you never started doing something that you do as a habit now and just ran with it. You always built up to it. The first time you do anything, you're not going to be very good at it. And that's okay. And it's going to feel uncomfortable. You can get through that. We can do that. And always remember, you're not on your own. There are hundreds of people every day that sign up to gyms and they're taking their first steps, just like you're taking your first steps. And if you want help, there are people out there who will be willing to help please message me if you're doing your first day in the gym. I want to hear about it. I want to know, well, firstly, if these tips helped, because if they didn't, I really need to reevaluate some things, you know. But if you just want some support, or if you just want someone to cheer you on, I will be your biggest cheerleader. Because I want you to discover this, and I want you to enjoy movement. Not because I want you to hit your goals, because I know what movement can do for your life. So, let's find that time to fit it into your day. I hope this has been helpful. If you want any more support, reach out, drop me a message on Instagram, or head to my website. Thank you so much for listening, and have a good day.